Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. Mark and I are back to talk to you about uh, some of the things that we've been discussing as we've been reading through the Bible in our morning devotions. And um, if you're reading through the one-year Bible, you're probably seeing some of the same things that we're seeing. But uh, in the last week or so, we've read through Psalm 16. Yeah. It really kind of snagged our attention. Yeah, it really did jump out. Several things jumped out at me when I read that song, or when you read it to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it starts right off. Um, David says, Keep me safe, O God, for I've come to you for refuge. I said to the Lord, You are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. The godly people in the land are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them. And yeah. that's where we stopped Yeah, and you jumped in. It really did jump off the page to me when you read it because we live in an age of celebrity. We're a celebrity-crazed culture. And oftentimes I see people following. I mean, I hate to use the word that comes to mind is vacuous. I mean, these are just empty people. that They've got celebrity. But as far as having genuine worth as a person and, and, and their conduct, as someone to emulate, it's it's really kind of scary because we tend to, as human beings, we tend to follow and imitate the people that we look up to. And I love how that David said, the people that I look up to in the country are the godly. They might not be the rich, the famous, although I've known, I've known godly people who were rich and famous. There's nothing ungodly about that. It's just that I really believe David was saying, the people I look up to are, are not the same people that the world would look up to around me. To me, it's just interesting how the celebrity culture, it truly is a sense of worship. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And, and it's a really scary thing to me that any people would worship some other person, yeah. um, uh, even if that person has great value. It's mm -hmm. God has told us not to worship people. They're just people. As well, well, I mean, there are two bad things that can happen when, when people worship a, a human being as a celebrity. One is a person can retain their values and they'll be disappointed. And the other is a person could dive into the abyss with that celebrity and emulate their, their conduct. But either way, it goes wrong when we, uh, when we worship a celebrity. It's just such a dangerous place to go. And even in the Christian world, uh, anytime we elevate a person to a, a, a place that's that's beyond a human ability to be in, it sets us up for a disappointment. And sometimes we we attach God to that. And I've seen so many people who become disappointed with someone that they held up as a hero. And then in rejecting that hero, they actually rejected God. Yeah, yeah, because they got to the place where it's like, well, whatever God says is wrong because this hero of mine, this celebrity that I like to follow, looks at it differently. I just, uh, you know, I guess I'm just an old guy and, and maybe I'm being cranky like old men are, but one thing that really just is like fingernails on a chalkboard to me is when I talk to a Christian who is in love with some celebrity that I know doesn't have any spirituality at all, but this celebrity says something that's remotely positive about God and they ooh and ah over that when there's so many godly people that are changing the world by following God, and I, I just, I think the celebrity culture just really gets under my skin. You know, there's one more verse that comes to my mind when we talk about this, is the verse that you often quote, where the Bible tells us that in the kingdom of God, the last shall be first and the first yeah. shall be last. So <laughs> we, we have a, a really messed up backward way of assigning heroes very often, and yeah. God's going to straighten that out one of these days. Yeah, I mean, I think if, honestly, if we look at the people who have truly changed our lives, and I mean by that, their influence. Mm -hmm. Their influence has caused us to do something that's right or good or godly. 
oftentimes they're not the people that the world would celebrate. The world might just pass right over them. And you see this in the life of Jesus when he was on the earth, because he was often ooing and aahing over the last people that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. would have been seen as important in, uh, in, in first century Judea. I mean, I think about uh, the woman who touched his garment, you know, mm-hmm. she was not only uh, overlooked, but she was, uh, you know, poor and, and she, you know, spent all of her money and yet the Lord honored her. And then there's the widow friend. who gave the, the oh, widow's yeah, there you mind. Go, yeah. So you really see this in Jesus. I mean, I, I think maybe Jesus had a little bit of that fingernails on the chalkboard thing with celebrity because mm-hmm. oftentimes he was, he was pointing that out when he was on well, the earth. And you know, going back to that whole situation, the, the, that historical context of that, because the heroes, the religious heroes of that day, yeah. were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Right. And you know, we've been uh, in the in studying the Gospels in our class, looking at Jesus' exchange with those religious heroes and how they led so many people away from God, not oh, toward God. One more thing too, and I'm, I'm, I'm taking us off on a tangent, just like I do when I'm on stage <laughs> at New Spring. You know, go off on side tangents, but I'm delighted that a king could have heroes. Right. Because you and I have met a few people that felt so big that they... They, <laughs> they, they were too big to have a hero. They, they were their hero, you know. And, and I think that's really cool because David was looking in his kingdom and said, you know, the people I regard as heroes are the people who uh, who love God and, mm-hmm. and who live according to his, his commands. And we see that. I mean, you and I have heroes uh, even at New Spring. That's true. You know, they, they, they just walk with God and... You know, people might walk right past them at New Spring, but you and I, they're our hero. They're yeah. heroes to us. And some of them are watching. Oh, that's window. right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great, Mary Alice. I appreciate you bringing that to our attention today. Well, I hope um, Psalm 16 will be a favorite psalm for you as well, and you'll get your Bible and read through that whole psalm. And it's um, we're in a section in the Psalms where are several psalms that were written by David, and many that will really, I think, grab your heart as you're reading through those. Well, you may have noticed we've changed locations in our house, but this is where we actually begin the mornings. <laughs> this is the actual spot where Mary Alice and I, every morning, I get our Bibles and our coffee out, and, and we just share together something great from the Word of God. It usually starts about 5.45 in the morning or 6 o'clock, and, <laughs> and uh, it's just it's, it's great. So if you haven't begun that in your own life, and I, you may not be a morning person. It may work better for you late at night. I know a lot of Young moms have their hands very full first thing in the morning. morning but right. Find some time to get alone with God and, and have a, a season of prayer and scripture reading. It will transform your day. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Well, can we close with a word of prayer? We can. Okay. Well, let's pray. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the opportunity to open your book and to get instruction from your word. And Lord, in this celebrity craze culture, help us to keep our minds and our focus and our attention on those who truly follow you. Because as we've seen, when we get to heaven, this, uh, what's valued in this culture is, may, not, may not be much valued in heaven. And so, Father, I pray that you'll help us to keep our focus on you and your word. Thank you for this day. And I pray for everyone who's watching us on Noah's window. You know what their needs and concerns and fears and dreams are. Meet them at that point of their greatest need. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us on Noah's Window. We'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow and hope you have a great day. God bless.